0: Hello and welcome to the snowy November 11th edition of Inside the Post-Dispatch, the podcast that brings you into the newsroom here at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. I'm Bryce Gray, your host today, and I'm joined by Stéphane Deneve, the music director of the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra, and joining us by phone is Sarah Brian Miller, the classical music critic for the Post-Dispatch. Uh, before we begin our conversation, a quick reminder that all our podcasts can be found on our website, at stltoday.com slash podcast. So, I guess, pardon me for being a combination of impressed and confused by your resume, Stefan. but uh, (laughs) can you just explain how one comes to be the music director both here in St. Louis and also in Brussels, Belgium? You know, how does does one uh, get that role on
1: opposite sides of the Atlantic? (laughs) No, the fact is, um, when you're a conductor, you have to love to travel. Because if you want to uh, conduct different orchestras, you have to go to the different cities where they are based. And uh, I started my relationship with um, uh, America, actually, in 2001, I think. And uh, and then very soon after, I was invited to conduct the great St. Louis Symphony Orchestra in 2003. And uh, I loved it so much that uh, I uh, came back many times. And then uh, I got the offered to become music director and I of course accepted even if I was already indeed um, in Europe music director with the Brussels Philharmonic but it's actually quite possible strangely enough to be a, a music director of two orchestras some conductors are even music director of three so I'm still reasonable and uh, I just um, travel quite a lot between between Europe and and America.
0: Wow yeah and and so i understand the responsibilities can differ in the us and compared to uh internationally so it sounds like uh your job uh for the brussels philharmonic is going to be a little different in terms of some of those responsibilities than than what you do in st louis can you explain a little about that
1: well it- Comes I think from the way uh, orchestras are funded in europe actually um, it is mainly funded by uh, uh tax monies by 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 the state and uh, and therefore uh you just have if i may say to uh, to rehearse and perform and uh, and deal artistically with the orchestra um, It was a surprise to me when I started my career in America uh, to discover how much here of course you rely on private money of enthusiastic people that uh, that make that possible and uh, and and that of course you need then to uh, to explain and 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 be responsible uh, towards these people and and to uh, interact with them much more than you would do in Europe with uh, the people that make that possible which are the politics and um, uh, I have to admit that I became very 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 a fan of the american system because i discovered that it is indeed driven by Absolutely passionate people that uh, uh, that want to, uh, to 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 know why you 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 program this piece, why you do that, why and um, and and this interaction for me is extremely inspiring. So uh, yes, when I'm here, I'm uh, much more involved. I meet a lot more people uh, of the community, and I feel I have also a, a great responsibility and an opportunity to. Uh, uh to 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 carry my ideas uh in the in the media in the in the community and um and this is actually uh something i found very 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 positive
0: now uh now brian i'm curious if you can sort of give us an overview of you know uh what you have to look forward to following uh, uh the symphony here and sort of what you're keeping an eye out for uh going forward in in at least the coming months
2: well, I'm uh, enjoying Stéphane's carefully crafted season, first season, which with what he calls a Franco-American arch. And uh, St. Louis is a city founded by the French, but a home of American jazz and so forth. And uh, what he's doing to, to bring, bring the two together, and uh, maybe you can tell us more about that, Stefan.
1: Well, thank you, Brian, uh, for your enthusiasm. And the fact is, my first season I wanted it to be a kind of gift to the to the community. And of course, there is here this iconic symbol of the arch, and I wanted to use this symbol as a way to um, illustrate that music has a great power. Music put people together and put different culture together. And uh, I think it's very important uh, uh, that 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 we we uh, reflect on that and that we use this media to. Um, to understand each other always better. And in fact, there has been uh, a heavy French influence uh, in this city, in this region. And um, uh, I, I, I use this opportunity to say like, okay, let's explore the American repertoire, American music influenced by the French culture. And uh, which is, I think, even more prominent, the the, the French music influenced by American culture. And uh, you know, this city, for instance, is um, is a city where ragtime of uh, Scott Joplin was uh, popularized. And and it was very touching for me that I recently performed a piece from Francis Poulenc, the French composer, that is called Rag Mazurka, and was inspired by the ragtime that is more or less born here and um and so the whole season is full of uh, of of that of uh, of of this just uh, bridges that we create between different cultures through the art
0: mm-hmm. yeah well what else can uh you know the general public uh expect
1: from from this season well, we have actually uh, many, 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 many events. I mean, right now, as I uh, <laughs> look, actually uh, marveling at the snow falling, it's always, I always feel like a child when I see the, the snow <laughs> falling right now. Uh, it reminds me that we are very near, of course, the winter uh, season, all the Christmas concert, and of course, we'll have, you know uh the nutcracker and uh, all the the concert uh, uh the mercy celebration and uh, m- many uh, uh you know uh, pieces and and films that have to do with uh with christmas but um and i myself will end the the year actually uh, conducting the new year's eve celebration concert and uh, and i'm very looking forward to that we have a uh uh, a very very interesting uh, program for this New Year, but it's still a secret. You have to uh, discover <laughs> it live that night. And um, well, um, right after the the, the 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 New Year, actually our uh, great artist in residence, which is Jean-Yves Thibaudet, will join us to um, to f- perform the Liszt Piano Concerto in a program that will still echo a little bit. Um, the New Year, because we will have uh, some valses from the Cavalier suite of Richard Strauss. And uh, then uh, later, there is one program which uh, is, of course, very important to me. It's the Beethoven Ninth Symphony. So this is really extremely celebrating uh, the, the brotherhood between all, all men and women of the world. And... Uh, uh, and we have a great cast, and of course our wonderful Saint Louis Symphony Chorus, uh, conducted by uh, Amy Kaiser. And, um, and this program has a very interesting piece. Before that, we have a, a piece by uh, a composer who is actually born in Saint Louis, called Kevin Putz. Um, it's called Silent Night, Silent Night. <laughs> Sorry for my accent. <laughs> and uh, and this is a piece actually which is inspired by a French movie. Uh, called joyeux noel merry christmas there is an uh, american version of, of it called merry christmas and it's about this wonderful story very incredible story in the first world war where suddenly right before christmas um uh, actually soldier from france from scotland and from uh, germany decided to uh to cease fire and to just uh, celebrate christmas without fighting anymore for just a few days and uh, and this is a f- miraculous moment which is about brotherhood and uh and to associate this this uh, brotherhood uh, piece with of a nine was uh was very very exciting i have to say and uh so we have we have that we have of course a- another big uh choral piece which is the definition of force which is a very, very um, uh, Im- important uh, important piece. And later in the season, we have something very new here, uh, which is a, a, a musical journey uh, about Maurice Ravel. And it's um, what I would call a symphonic play. There's nothing like that. Uh, uh, it's a, it's a, with actors, with singers, with the orchestra, with our artist in residence, Joif Thibaudet, will actually speak about the life of Ravel and put it in perspective in a kind of uh, entertaining way, in a real theatrical way, and we'll play a lot of um, Ravel pieces, but uh, in between, actually, um, uh, a kind of play that uh, that will that will enlighten us about uh, enlighten us about about how those pieces were written. So uh, this is another very interesting moment. This is uh, the Ravel musical journey. Yeah.
2: So this Friday evening, you have the first SLSO crafted. Uh, can you tell us a
1: little about that? Oh, yes. This is very exciting, actually, because I love to, to to share my passion for music, and uh, just w- sometimes I feel that uh, a concert should be like inviting people to your salon. It's a <laughs> power hall; is a very, very, very big, uh, you know, uh, living room. I have to say, but uh, it should have this kind of proximity, this e- easy, warm feeling that you're just sharing music with friends, and that's exactly uh, the spirit we want to do. That um, the the this is a special concert. It's a great. Uh, I think deal because it's only $30, not only for music, but also for uh, drinks and food. And we are partnering with uh, uh, 10 or 11 restaurants here in uh, in, in this region that uh, very, very, very nicely and generously will offer some uh, some great food. And so uh, it's a short concert, it's only a little bit less than an hour. And um, it's very casual. You come... As you want and uh, uh, and we will just uh, actually uh, meet you there will be uh, all the musicians and myself will be around before and after the concert and uh, uh, we will be mingling together and uh, uh, and and Basically, it's, uh, it's it will be a very warm atmosphere, and we will perform uh, uh, a piece by uh, Aaron J. Kernis and the famous Symphony Number no. Four by Johannes Brahms, the Fourth Symphony of Brahms. And uh, and and we will before and after enjoy some uh, some food and drinks. And uh, it, it's really just to um, once again to be very accessible and to just uh, uh, be together and and be in a festive. Mood and enjoying the music as only a part of the evening. Hmm. Yeah, I've I've only been in
0: St. Louis about three and a half years at this point, but I've been very impressed with uh, uh, perhaps similar efforts uh, at SLSO to um, well seemingly connect with maybe a, a non traditional sort of uh, crowd of symphony goers. Like uh, I know you guys have done, uh, you know, uh, you'll play the the score for various movies at times or. Uh, you know, team up with even kind of pop artists that can come through town, whether it's Ben Folds or Nellie, Nelly. Um, it it kind of runs the the range. But uh, are these uh, sort of happy hour concerts that SLSO crafted uh, maybe seen as? Another way to do something
1: similar bridge that connection to new audiences I guess or absolutely I mean at the SLSO there is something for everybody really and uh, and 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 everybody should come uh, to uh, to any kind of concert but it, it's true that this one is uh, is 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 just uh, trying to to offer a different uh, different experience which is uh, indeed very friendly and very, very casual. And, uh, uh, and I love the idea of the communication that, uh, that, that, you know, we will be festive before and after, and the musician will be, um, uh, there will be actually, uh, just, uh, in the lobby area, in the, just, just enjoying the, the, the audience and the, and, and, and communicating. And so it, it should be really fun. And, uh, and I love the fact that it's, um, also a, a very, very, I think uh, good prize because you will have food and drinks and the concert just for 30 dollars and uh, and and i'm very pleased because i uh, that's very important for me that we can uh, uh offer you know uh, possibilities to come for instance a- any of our classical concert you know you can enter for uh basically the price of a movie theater for only 15 dollars so it is possible really to uh to come uh, for the price of a movie theater and this is very important to me we we want always more people to share you know what music has to give which is transformative, which is so, I mean, inspiring. And, uh, and I really always want more people to come. And, and so we do everything we can to, uh, to, to broad our offer and to, to, to get different experiences.
2: Stefan, do you see the music director as the visible leader of the orchestra to the community? And, and what do you feel is the best way to do that?
1: hello i think we all ambassadors i mean every musician on stage of the orchestra is an ambassador and uh, uh and and i and i think it's uh, it's very important that they, they all feel that they have this responsibility and this opportunity actually to uh, to be ambassadors. It is true that um, uh, i have to congratulate the s l s o team to uh, to really uh, welcome me here uh, so generously. I mean, you know, you you can uh, see my, my photos on the Power Hall mm-hmm. quite on a big size, and I'm myself yeah. myself still a big size in real life. So um, and. <laughs> And and uh, I, I I'm very impressed. I love this community. People are very welcoming, and I, I start to be really recognized uh, quite quite everywhere when I visit a museum, when I visit another concert. Uh, I have a great story. I, I was uh, a few months ago. I went to a, a recital of uh, of a friend, pianist Nikolai Lugansky, and uh, I promise you, I really entered the hall extremely discreetly uh and then uh suddenly the whole audience they were like eight or nine hundred people uh, just started to uh, applaud me and said, hey welcome uh, bravo for your concert i was so moved and uh, and this is very meaningful to me and indeed this gives me the opportunity to uh to to be the figure of the orchestra and uh and i take it with great pride actually because it's a it's a way indeed i can i can interact with the community and uh and and please, everybody in the street, in restaurants, in museums, wherever, uh, when you th- you see me, call me Stefan, and feel free to uh, to say hi. I mean, I, I I just love to be a part of this community, and and uh, uh, I don't <laughs> I, I don't enjoy that for just a celebrity thing. Mm-hmm. I I just enjoy it because I I feel I know for who I'm making music, and uh, and I feel the. Uh, the spirit of this city and it's very like the orchestra very warm the 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 more i think about actually how to define the sound of our orchestra i feel it's the warmth warmth it's really an orchestra that plays with an extreme warmth with a commitment uh, uh, which is so passionate and uh, and it reflects in the city the audience i think has the same uh, same warmth and so it's for me it's wonderful that all i love Mm -hmm. The warmth sounds, especially inviting on a
0: uh, cold day like this with with the (laughs) snow blowing outside of us, Um, right outside the window here. Uh, You mentioned, of course, a a long list of, you know, uh, the programming to look forward to. I guess I was curious, is there a specific aspect or a specific performance, I suppose, that uh, you're maybe looking forward to the most?
1: Um. Well, it's it, you know it's interesting. I feel like a like a chef uh, of a of a restaurant. You know, I I I I make the menu, and uh, and then of course I want everybody to uh, enjoy every meal because every meal, uh, every program that I that I that I made is is certainly very carefully crafted and has a has a meaning. Uh, I always try to have a kind of narrative uh, aspect to it. So uh, for me personally, I mean, I have a little bit like a. Uh, like a chef as well, I like to uh, here and there test a little bit of uh, of everything and uh, uh, and just uh, put my finger discreetly in uh, every meal to uh, to to feel it. I, I I'm very uh, excited by 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 this Ravel musical journey because I think it will be um, a different experience and uh, and and I I love opera, I love theater, I love the uh, drama. I mean I. I uh and, and so i love when 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 we tell stories somehow and i think when i'm conducting music i definitely try to uh, to tell stories i try to really to have uh, always a, a narrative red thread but there obviously there is a real narrative red thread because there are actors and there will be really a story t- told about about travel so this is something special and um i have to say i i'm uh, very excited as well to um Uh, to perform some some iconic pieces with this orchestra like for instance the Rite of Spring that will end our season is uh, this piece of Stravinsky is always an event I mean there's nothing like it it's so powerful it's so violent it's so uh, strong and and uh, and 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 I can't wait to hear the orchestra playing it it's if I may share something with you something is happening which is extremely touching for me Um, uh, of course, now that we work a lot together, I feel they 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 start to really read in my mind what I want. So I'm starting to speak less, which is a good thing. During the rehearsal, uh, uh, I try at least, and uh, and and just just to communicate with them just by the eyes, by by pure visual stimulation. That and I I feel that we we are experiencing now some kind of telepathy. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, they really understood what I wanted to do, and. Um, uh, I'll give you a little anecdote, for instance, uh, we just recorded a concerto by John Williams, his violin concerto, and uh, uh, we recorded both concerts that we did. And, uh, and in the second concert, actually, uh, uh, I wanted to change a little something, but I had no chance to explain to the orchestra that I wanted a little pause to be technical, a little pause before uh, a moment in, in the fast third movement. and. Um, and the violinist, James Ennis, said, like, Ugh, I mean, this kind of thing you cannot do without walking it, without rehearsing it. And and I decided to go for it. And I took an immense risk. Uh, I just, I was conducting. And then at that moment, I, the music should have gone right away. And the orchestra was always used to go right away to the next bar. And I just stopped my gesture without making even a big gesture, like saying, ah, you know, take care, be, be careful. No, I just kind of, I just look look and... <sighs> And I added a, a, a pause, like a scissor you know, like a, like a w- one beat with where they waited for the next bar, and everybody, everybody followed and um, I was so in love. I thought, like this is only possible when you when you have really a a, a, a deep, profound relationship with an orchestra, and that we already f- could achieve that just now uh, was extremely encouraging mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, on a slightly different note. Uh- Public school arts programs have been disappearing for the last few years, uh, which means in this country, and it, the arts organizations have taken on more of a leadership role in arts education. And in, in this region, Opera Theater of St. Louis and the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra have taken the lead in that. And the SLSO does a particularly good job with community partnership and all the other means of reaching out, to a wide variety of residents. Uh, how important do you think it is to educate young people about classical music? Um, would you call it a passion of yours? And do you have more ideas for ways to reach people?
1: Well, thank you very much, Brian. First, of course, to uh, to say that the SLSO is doing a lot. You know, I'm the newcomer here and um, uh, <laughs> there's always a big temptation to just say like oh things are different since I arrived and I need to be humble and to be very honest with you actually I'm admiring what has been already achieved here in that department they, they there is indeed uh, an extraordinary uh, amount of, um, of of partnership uh, with with schools and with uh, with young people a lot of um, uh, of concerts for young children and uh, uh, and less young children actually and 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 I consider myself an olding child anyway uh but uh what, what i mean with that is um there is a, a it's really an orchestra which is remarkable for his for his uh commitment with uh, with education and I am actually um meeting uh, a lot of um uh, uh, people. I, I recently met, for instance, um, musical educators, and uh, I, I shared f- with them how important it is, how they are creating uh, the new audience. And more than that, I mean, it's not about only creating new audience. They just have to um, to allow all these young people to know that uh, with the music, they will never be alone. And uh, this is a big message. This is a really a big help for everybody. And and in fact, um I love to work with young people. I mean, I I conduct really uh, very often uh, orchestras of... um of, of young people, I mean, being the New World Symphony Orchestra, the Tanglewood Music Center Orchestra, um, the, I mean, Music Academy of the West, for instance, and uh, uh, I did a, the European tour recently of the Colburn School of Los Angeles. I did also this summer, just this summer, a tour with the European Union Youth Orchestra, and um, I I am conducting as well uh, during the year, uh, this year, uh, the, the uh, youth orchestra, the Saint Louis Symphony youth orchestra, and it is essential for me. And you know, I I, I do it honestly, not because I have to, be, because I'm I'm learning from them. I'm I, I'm always amazed how much it is uh, uh, giving you something back so 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 strongly when you work with uh, with young people. I mean, this fresh enthusiasm, this open mind, uh, this is very precious. And so uh i'm both very glad that the slso is doing so much and i'm very glad that i can uh now actually uh embrace all this action and uh, and you can count on me to uh to, to 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 do always more with that because this is indeed so important i'm so sad that um uh, classical music disappeared from uh, uh the medias uh you know the on tv and uh, <laughs> and 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 this is actually really uh really really a, a, a I mean a real problem, and I'm I'm glad that you are there. By the way, I'm so glad that uh, we 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 have reviews in the press and and uh, that, that oh that's so important. I mean that's such an uh, uh, you know uh, essential thing to uh, to to reflect on what we do to to be uh, just uh, uh, yeah it's 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 very important. So um, yes, it's we we definitely have a big mission with that, and uh, and I really congratulate and admire all the education uh, department of the SLSO, they really do something great. Okay. Uh, well, I'm
0: curious for you, Brian, as well as someone who, uh, follows, uh, has followed SLSO for, uh, uh, so long, is there, you know, something that you still look for that catches your eye or, you know, can still surprise and, and excite you about, uh, you know, about performances, especially with, uh, you know, the ones we've heard about to, to keep an eye out for, uh, moving forward now.
2: Well, yes, uh, I was very pleased to hear that Jean-Yves Thibaudet is to be the first artist in residence for the SLSO. Uh, he's a, a great, a great pianist, a great musician, and uh, and it, it's going to be nice to get to hear so much of him this season and, and in different, uh, you know, in, in in different facets of his his life as an artist. Uh, I'm always looking for new new performers, um, new compositions, exciting ones. Um, I really enjoyed last week's performance of the saint Organ Symphony, uh, but I wonder if Stéphane agrees with me that Powell Hall needs a pipe organ.
1: Oh my <laughs> God, how much I agree with you. I mean, Andy did a, did a great job... Um, uh, as a soloist, uh, really for sure, but uh, yes, uh, th- this this I mean is uh, a fact that I really, really, really in such a hole I mean, we have a fabulous hall; it sounds so well, and um, and it could only sound better if the the back of the of the stage was actually a, a real pipe organ. So I'm all with you, and uh, if there is uh, any any uh, any passionate person about, about the organ that uh, could help us to, uh, to get <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, this is, this is really... Um, and it's interesting, by the way, this instrument is um, uh, having uh, something happening today. There, there are actually a lot of new instruments built uh, in Europe. Like let's say in Paris recently, for instance, uh, there have been uh, a new brig organ at the Philharmonie in Paris, another one at the radio. So in Paris, w- which has of course a lot of church organs, but uh, uh, has now mm-hmm. two, two, two brand new and really fantastic new uh, symphony organs. Uh, in Brussels, where I live, we just also renovated uh, the organ, uh, w- which is fabulous uh, again. And. Um, and there is a repertoire written for the organ and the orchestra. I in Dresden a few months ago, uh, I did uh, uh, actually conduct a, a, the third uh, concerto for organ of Thierry Escaich, a wonderful French composer. And um, it's very interesting this combination. I I, I really believe in it. I um, I will conduct next season the, the Poulin concerto at the Musikverein in Vienna, for instance. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, it's very special, actually. So, uh, one of my best friend is um, is uh, the organ player of uh, Notre Dame de Paris, Olivier Latry. And oh uh, yes, he's in Kansas
2: City this, this uh, semester.
1: Absolutely, and uh, he's, he's a great player. But he he refuses uh, he refuses to play on a um, digital organ, uh, and it's a way for him to advocate for constructing more. Uh, more pipe organs, and um, I'm with him, of course. And so, yes, uh, I definitely think that you are more than right. We deserve a great organ here at Power Hall.
0: <laughs> if City Museum can have one, Paul, <laughs> Powell Hall <Yeah>. should. So. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um, huh, well, I guess uh, anything else to add, Brian, about, uh, you know, what I guess you're keeping an eye out for or other or burning questions that you had at the moment?
2: Well, I have always have more questions, but mm-hmm. I you know, I'm, I don't know how specialized we want to get. With, uh, but, uh, you know, Stefan, what else would you like to see in in St. Louis besides a pipe organ?
1: Um,
2: mm-hmm. uh, is there anything else that you would particularly like to have added to the programming or anything else?
1: Well. What what I think is very important is that um, that the programming brings also dialogue uh, uh, and and so I, I will try to um, uh, not to become more political but because art uh, I, I, I mean you know should 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 uh, uh, to, should be art for everybody but still I I really think that. Um, uh, I would like to, in my programming uh in our programming to uh to bring some uh some big question of the society and uh and that uh music can help to 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 actually create the dialogue between between us so uh as we as we do this uh uh you know uh concert this craft concert this this week where where we we want to welcome people before and after the concert i really think that um uh that we we should actually um uh, try to to encourage that uh, the concert experience is a is not only just listening to the concert, but it's also a way for people to come with friends and to engage into a uh, into dialogues and conversation about about the big questions of the of the world today. And that for me is a um, is very important important aspect. So that I would like to uh, to develop and of course to uh, to have always more people because I I want to share with more people so uh, my big goal is to make the power hall and our concert always more accessible and that everybody feels welcome feel feel that that that's their musical home that their their place to be and uh, that we can inspire them with our beautiful music oh,
0: very good, good. yeah
1: well I'm afraid uh we're probably
0: reaching the end of our our time slot but uh thank you Stefan so much for joining us
1: uh and you as well Brian uh, it's been yes. a Yeah. What a pleasure to hear you Brian and uh thank you yeah. for your passion for music. I I, uh, I I'm always delighted to, uh, to 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 read I mean and to 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 see your knowledge and and you you know this orchestra so well you followed the orchestra for very long and it's uh, very precious to uh to have you in uh, in this community thank you well thank you and uh thanks as well
0: to uh, our listeners of course as well uh thanks for joining us for another edition of inside the post-dispatch uh and a reminder that you can find all our podcasts on our website at stltoday.com slash podcast thanks once again and i'm your host bryce gray